them if I was there. Yeah, like, <laughs> I don't know what you speak of. Yeah. All these years, y'all was clowning me. Right? Yeah. But yeah, I'd say like East Bay for sure. I would say like any hip hop magazine yeah. for sure was the one. Funny enough, like comic books too. Like when you used to go in the back, this is discovery of another sort. Is like you would learn about the new comic coming out or like mm. the new sort of series that they're writing into or like this cool button you can get if you mail. You know, I love yeah. that too. But I, I think it's still like how it is today for me. I, I don't, I don't internet shop. I go, like I have to touch and feel. It's certain things you can't buy in the store without like camping out for a week and I'm an adult so I gotta go to work. I can't do that. So I buy sneakers online because I have to. But other than that, like I love to just go. I, I love to see everything and touch everything and like actually be a part of it versus just like how did you guys curate your looks? <laughs> well, you would, I got I want to, because you look like you got something to say about that one. Do you think it's a lost art nowadays uh, that people don't go out and touch things anymore? Oh, there? for sure. I mean, I can't speak to all the consumers, but I do know that the way I shop, the way you shop, and you want to see things, because you'll know if it's going to fit you by just right mm -hmm. here versus yeah. you can kind of eyeball on the <laughs> <laughs> size chart system. Yeah, like I don't look like that model. <laughs> yeah, Shout does. out to Essence, but they're models. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I love Shout out to Fairplay for having real models. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They're still shopping to me. You see all eras of how a t shirt fit in the 70s, 80s, and 90s from that brand to that brand to that brand. To me, that's how I always can see washes and fades and fits and different companies all at once. And people are like, yeah, but it's all like old used stuff. Yeah, but you know how many things have been done in this world? Right. Everything's recycled, anyways. Yeah. Yeah. There's no new idea really in the apparel and footwear world. It's just changing angles and material twists. Mm -hmm. And to me, that's where like a thrift store can provide so much inspiration for me <laughs> yeah. and how I can see things, which I hope would get a kid more excited. And I think kids do shop at thrift stores, but they look for the items and yeah. they don't see the rest of actually what's going on in there. Yeah. <laughs> And it's funny how people think fashion changes so much, but it's like, as soon as Hanes made a t-shirt, bam, t-shirt business is done. You know what I mean? Like, you just got to figure out the way <laughs> yeah, to where tweak you it. T-shirt's yeah, yeah. like, been created. Yeah. Call it a day. Like, yeah. you can't recreate that, man. Oh, oh, you put longer sleeves on it. Dope. You win too. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> that's all you can do. And so, like, understanding why specific t-shirts fit the way they do, the only way you can do that is touching it. Because it's even, if you take two of the same shirts, that fit exactly the same spec, made one out of 100% cotton, one out of cotton poly, one out of cotton poly rayon, they're all gonna fit differently. Yep. Every last one of them. Yep. And they're gonna wear differently, obviously. Yeah, too. exactly. Yeah. And you can measure them across the chest and they're all gonna say 21 inches. Yep. But that so 21 inch, yeah. or until you 20, put it 20, on, 20, it's like, yeah, 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 yeah. And you feel yeah. like yeah. Prince, you know what I mean? It's like real, real showy. Yeah. And then you have one that you're like, well, this is sagging on me and droopy. And the only way you can learn that is by touching it and going and actually being involved in it and not just like clicking on it to figure it out. It's real. Since we were here for this uh, All-Star Weekend, even though we didn't get a chance to get into too much uh, All-Star goodies and everything, because we were busy trying to make this beautiful show pop. Um, important. How important is the curating of these cultural moments to the stuff that you do, did, you know, the consumer and everything like that? Like, how really important is it and like is there a moment of overkill when it comes to curating these moments um again where you're not allowing a person to, to define their own experience and or you're just feeding them too much or whatever and everything like that so you can own the moment or and in an inverse is it just thinking that you've 
gotten so creative with what you're going to do and you don't provide enough for a consumer to take away that you kind of miss the mark? Like, do you feel like, like, how important is that playing to things? Uh, just also we can see in how Adidas grabbed the attention of the fan. To me, growing up a Nike fan my whole life, I wasn't ever paying attention to Adidas. So I was always in that Nike culture of everything. And seeing how they tried connecting with the consumer just by getting all these musicians here. You got all these kids now here, and now I can curate all this product around you yeah. to get you involved. And to me, I was like, that's the perfect way to set up to get today's kid. You got them in here, and now they go look at why you guys do things what you do. What I was underwhelmed with is there's like a maker lab or a curator space that I went through, and I was waiting to see like... At Adidas? Yeah, mm. at the warehouse that they set up, where yeah, you yeah. could like see things, you could see people work on things. Trying to get a perspective of how you get kids excited of how they're doing it. That's pretty much what they set it up to be. You had to stand back behind this fence. You saw some shoes on some cool displays back here. Over here, it was just someone like, it, it had nothing to do with getting me excited with why they were curating product and what the story was about anything. Because I was going in with like, I'm going to see how things are made, how you guys are doing shoes, apparel, what makes it lighter. And Nike, I, I don't know, they did things really well in grabbing my <coughs> attention, but I'm probably different because I was always living and breathing that world. So I wanted to know more and know more. And the more I got to see it, the more I was interested in figuring out how to do more. So Adidas, I didn't really see that and feel that. And I'm wondering, like, how much did they lose these kids, actually? Like, mm -hmm. who came here for the music were like, eh, about right. the other stuff. Right. But if you, got the, if you got those kids interested in what's going on, and you see the big Adidas logo while everybody's singing, like, how much does that register as a win still anyways? Right. Yeah. So I don't know. The curating part of it to me is, like, it's so much different. Like, if you're really a brand, you're trying to get the kid excited about everything else around the shoes and clothes. And right. Get trying to create the endemic form. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, I mean, Nike can do that, too. That's what big brands can do. And now I'm in this position where I just want to, like, what can I do to affect things quickly? Because these guys have to work a year away from timelines to get ready for product to hit shelves at the right time. What can I do to like get that kid now? If I see something trending now, like yeah. to me, that it's the cool way to start thinking without having to worry about every other layer around me. Yeah, as a solo. Yeah, absolutely. And I and I think to your point about that Adidas thing too, you had to win a raffle in order to go in there. Yeah. And that was what the difference was between that and Nike, where Nike was just like, "Yo, just come up, line up. If you can get in, cool, and we'll help you make some shoes." And so I feel like that's almost sort of the parallel between the two brands and how they've always sort of existed, where like both sort of live in this big box, big sort of tower model, but they, it was more of an inclusiveness of Nike versus an exclusiveness of Adidas. And you even see that sort of running its form now in the way that things are created, where that was like the Adidas thing was almost like complex con. Mm -hmm. Which is just like, yeah, and it's just like, it's just all about like going and get the sneaker as soon as yeah. you can, budget raffling, I need the sneaker because I can sell it. Yeah. Where like Nike was like, no, let's come in here, let's make some stuff, let's get some knowledge and learn from this. And that's how Nike's kind of always placated to their customer versus how Adidas kind of, it's just always sort of like the machine in a way. And I love Adidas. I have a ton of Adidas at home. I yeah. love Nike, Adidas equally. I love fans. I love yeah. Converse. But to me, like outside of Boost, what do you have? And they've tried with equipment, yeah. bringing that back and with some of the new toolings that they do. But at the end of the day, like how much is it like really hitting on the streets? You see, and you, and like, I have to pay attention also to colors of like shoes that are coming out and things like that. And you see sort of from the inception of when like Chicken Wap or when Pi writes or whoever leaks the photo right. to the height that swells to when it gets marked down or it sells out. So it's like, 
you see the markdown rate for Nike is big right now, but that's because they're pushing out so much volume. Mm -hmm. But in its key sort of marketing plans, they sell out. But then you see Adidas and you see the hype of like, we'll take the Profear, for example. And they were trying to really push this thing as like the next NMD. And then it was just like, <clears throat> and then where did it go? So to me, it's You've like, seen this literally as a direct correlation of your stuff that you guys sell. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, products. Yeah, yeah, I have yeah, to understand. Yeah. Like, yeah. This isn't so, like conjecture. This is like No, 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 yeah. No, yeah. This is what is happening in a store. I'm trying to make it get. Right now. So from my perspective, I need to understand why did it not work? Was it the color palette? Was it the silhouette? Was it what they're doing? And so, and same with Nike and Jordan. We've all had conversations about how Nike and Jordan has been going through these same trials too in the last couple of years, where it's mm -hmm. like you have all these Jordans coming out, and then it's like, oh, duh, duh. you know, and it's like, why was it because this was five hundred dollars, or was it because it was a Bordeaux color, or was it because it was in the five, or was? And so, to me, I have to look at. It. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but at the end of the day, it's like, but then if it does sell out, does that give us room to push pricing too? Because right. the more you push pricing, the more you push innovation. Yep. And a lot of things that I think customers don't understand is that if something goes up in price, it's not because we're trying to get richer. It's right. because literally it's up. better. Like, yeah. do you want yeah. something better? Then it's going to be expensive. If you don't want something better, then it's going to be cheap. Which one do you want? So you can't complain about your Jordan 1s not being better at 120 because, bro, it's 120. Like, I have to push it to 160. There's nothing I can do yeah. because if you want better leather... Sorry. <laughs> yeah. I feel like it'd be an awesome thing if a brand was able to tell the story clearly for consumers. Hey, you wanted a new version. This is why it costs more. We're using the same stuff, but it costs more because. Yeah. Right. Well, this, and this is what we had talked about a long time ago. This is kind of the one of the pieces of why this exists. Yeah. Because we know. Yeah, we know. <laughs> like, we know, you know. I mean, yeah. we, we know because yeah. we've been... On the computer I mean, side, you know, and on for, the, for the kids that don't side. know, like yeah, I'll give you a real piece of anecdotal information. A simple Benassi slide from Nike. If I change the texture on the top of it, if I when I was there, and if I change the texture on it, because it was a carryover product, if I change the release paper texture, because they've probably got ninety million sheets of it stored someplace, <laughs> yeah. they've already paid for because they know mm -hmm. we're gonna the, the brand was gonna make ninety million pairs. So if I change that one texture, yep. that's all waste. And yep. now you have to pay a higher price for it, and you're just like. It's the same black one, and it's got a different pattern on it. What are you talking about? It costs more. Well, because. Uh -huh. Well, not only yeah. that, the whole they, <laughs> they then you know wherever you stopped making the product, yeah, uh, whatever year it was, yeah, 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 yeah. that's what you were the paying. Costing, yeah. So yeah. when you make a new one, they recost it. Yeah. Yeah. And, has gone up. So. And, yeah. and has gone yeah. up. Yeah. Yeah. Or the best is when you have a product that let's say that same slide in black, and you make light blue. And oh, yeah. you only book enough you units to cover so to much, yeah. Yeah. price goes up, bro. Yeah. Like, there's yeah. nothing yeah. you can do about yeah. that. That's the yeah. same thing on our side, too. It's yeah. like, this jacket is a $90 retail jacket, but if I didn't book enough units on this thing, it would have maybe been 120 bucks because exactly. you have to pay for the labor. Yeah. And labor is cheaper the more stuff that you make. Exactly. Yeah. It's just certain things that you can't get around. And I feel like the American culture has gotten so used to promo codes and cheap. And the cheapest I can get for the dopest thing I can buy. And like yeah. this doesn't work like that. Like you can't you you can't feed them. And I kind of compare retail as being the cog of all economy. So when you look at the economy and what creates jobs and opportunities and money in the economy is retail, hundred percent. Because 
That also includes the exporting of, of goods, which also affects the cost of it because then you're getting money from overseas. And then also the money that, that kids making from selling your product in their store goes to filter back into the economy. So we really are the driving force of the economy and what creates jobs. And so if you want people to have jobs, you can't get free clothes all the time. Yeah, like, exactly. yeah. And if you want to have a job, you yeah, can't get you free can't, clothes yeah, all the time. Exactly, yeah. So to me, it's like that thinking that I feel like a lot of discounting has occurred and having that coupon code or that coupon physical that has driven American economy into the ground in American retail. So when we did talk about JCPenney's and Sears, that's another fo like focused factor of why Macy's is where they are right now because it was coupon, 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 coupon to the point where you drive your margin so low that you are crawling at the yep. end of every fiscal year. Yep. And that's stuff that the consumer needs to learn. Like, go if you like something, just buy it. And if you don't have enough, save it. That's what we did, you know? You gotta cut grass, cut grass. You gotta take out the trash, take out the trash. Yeah, yeah. Get it, you know? Like, do what you gotta do to get it. If you really want it that bad, don't ask for for a discount. Don't ask for it for free. Don't ask for it to be cheaper. Right, cause I want to actually see if they just want to talk about some of the curated pieces that they've done and stuff too. Oh, that's what I was gonna do. Oh, after well, oh wait, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. well, just uh, you know, we're gonna kind of wrap it up a little bit here and everything. Just want to ask you guys like a quick question that I think is pertinent again for the listeners and stuff like that. But just how much do you think the way that social media influences things nowadays, like will and does influence the way that you guys are kind of operating brands and curating your spaces and stuff like that. I know we touched a little bit on the fact that you guys know for a fact that you still need to go out and touch things. Do you, you know, do you plan for the physical experiential portion of it that ties into the social portion of it? Because I often feel nowadays many brands just curate this beautiful, because we talked about this now, and you said how easy it is. Mm -hmm. Spend is way less. You don't have to have a, a brand team touch it. You could literally do it all yourself in Illustrator or Photoshop. And be done with it, you know. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, here you go. Give me the direct question. Like, like, start yeah. off of though. <laughs> Give me the direct question. So basically, how important, knowing the other stuff I mentioned just now, how important is social media in the curation of brands and stuff today? Uh, it's it's to me it's so important because that's what you see everybody in the world on no matter where do you, what country you're in what aspect of space you're in people are on their phones that's the easiest way to capture a kid but without getting them to really experience why I designed this piece the way it is to me it's like if I was working big brand it would be how do I get kids to go see this how do I drive you to my store to go experience and feel the quality of the weight of this garment and the comfort of these shoes because I can take as many beauty shots as I can and Photoshop the shit out of it till it looks so beautiful and the background is just glitz and glamour. To me, I, I would still want to go feel and I'm not going to buy it based on that, but it's going to get me intrigued enough to go see it. So to me, it's like, how do you curate a store to capture the kid to really want to buy this? Instagram and social media, I still think is like the first step in getting their interest levels going. I, I, I'm not that consumer, so I don't really know if the 18-year-old is really seeing that and going right to the dot-com to buy it. But I think if you pique their interest enough, now when they go to the mall and they walk by, they're like, oh, hold on, I want to go actually see and feel this. And that's, to me, like, as a buyer, even when I was younger, buying a, a Jordan jacket or a pair of shoes, I could see things that I liked off of other kids wearing them or through magazines. 
but I still wasn't so compelled off of anything. I had to go to the store and spend $150 because I need this. But it was always those next steps of, this actually does feel good. Ooh, these do feel pretty comfortable. Ooh, how much do I need to get for these? I'll wait for them to go on sale. Like, you always just, like, start playing out how you're going to buy these nice pieces. But, like, social media is huge because that's how you get the kids' first step of attention. And they're not out in the malls as much anymore like we were when we were younger to window shop and see and touch things. So, like, yeah, how do you get them to touch things without them touching things? <laughs> right, right. That's, that's awesome. weird. But, yeah. <laughs> I think from a brand side, especially a brand that's still growing like us, it's, it's about getting into your local shops that people still sort of really believe in. Whether it's like a Wish Atlanta or if it's like, wish we could be in there, it'd be great. But like a union in LA, you know, like the places where yeah. people actually go out of their way to explore. I think that's, I think discovery is the first sort of still key cog, but how do they know you're there? So that's where the social media, in my opinion, comes in, is when you make sure and blast out and give and show love to your stores because they're the ones on the, on the ground that's yeah. like really promoting you and they're, they're your soldiers. So yeah. to me, I feel like that's how you use social media to sort of, sort of influence and to touch and discover. Um, and from another perspective, my wife and I also, we do a vintage thing called Rematch Vintage, and through that, we do pop-ups a lot. And for us, that, that drives a lot of traffic too because when it's a street an art event or some sort of street festival going on, where usually you don't find something like vintage clothing or, you know, it's just sort of like a, um, just a, a bazaar, more or less. And you get the chance to discover through that medium, it's kind of cool because you get a chance to then touch and feel and understand like, yo, this t-shirt is so soft, you know what I mean? Like sometimes like that's the biggest, that's a lot of people's biggest sort of draw to vintage tees is just like the feel and the texture. Mm -hmm. And with something, well, you can't really get that across on the internet, you know? But it's yeah. like you can type it as much as you want, but yeah. like pop-ups are like really, really a good way of, discovery especially when and I'm sure you can probably speak to that also is like pop-ups are really like for discovery yeah. of your neighborhood and really making your neighborhood a part of your community I think that's definitely the number one and most important thing yeah I mean pop-ups without having to pay that constant rent of mm -hmm. being in that space yep. every month you can just pay that one-time fee to get everybody's attention and now you've grabbed their attention and, mm -hmm. and now when you leave they still will fiend for what they got to see and experience yep they're like, yo, that t-shirt was soft. I know that one is too from the way it looks. Yeah. So you just keep them motivated. Yeah. Cool. Well, well, shoot. I mean, before we completely wrap it up with you guys showing us some stuff that you, that you have curated and that you're really inspired by. Really, just want to say thank you guys for, one, for Chad allowing us to be in your home uh, with your family and everything, man. I mean, it's a, it's a very nice home, but you guys can't see, but uh, uh, it's very empty. Uh, yeah. He's getting ready to move. He's getting ready to move. Yeah, so he so he, he so allowed us to come in and then it's about to come in space. Yeah. yeah. Um but but still man, it's your home and, and appreciate you a lot and thank you, Jeff and CeeLo, uh yes. for, for riding over from um Huntington to come and be with us, man. Really appreciate you guys. Appreciate you guys' support. I've known you for a while. I've really known you for a while. Um and so yeah, but and e, do you have anything to say on that before we get into other it? Other than like, it's great to know that I got another brother out here from on the West Coast representing me, best, me. and uh, <laughs> you know, great to reconnect on that and everything. Let Mary, let my wife know that uh, you know she'll see this anyway. Yeah, <laughs> she's always telling me she's like, yo, you gotta meet Chad. You really love what he does. You really love what he does. He has like the best. The handlebar mustache. Sorry, y'all missed the mustache. You missed the mustache. Y'all missed the mustache. There's photos out there yeah, though, but you missed the mustache. Yeah. MJ's call me Raleigh. 
because of the roller. Oh coaster. yeah, that's true. Nice. Yeah. Probably want to remember. I did it. Look, <laughs> <laughs> not everyone. That was a humble brag just now. Yeah. Was, uh, MJ calls him. MJ oh, gave yes. Michael See, Jordan. It gave wasn't as much humble Chad because Little. he actually used the initials. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Are you gonna say Mr. Jordan? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. That's yeah. humble. He's like authority. Yeah. He didn't even mean to. He's to him. Yeah. It's just work. That's so, his best friends. You know. Yeah. So best I, friends being best friends. What I what I really want right now though is I'd love to see some of this magic that y'all hold. Yeah. Yeah. Man. Which y'all. Show us some stories. stuff that you're inspired by. Show us oh. some stuff that you're inspired by. That you've created whatever, blah, yeah. blah, blah. And actually, one, so this is a cool note. Um, I've brought this along because to me, I think it speaks to the idea of curation and how to create product and the sort of the sessions that it goes through, which I'm sure you guys are very aware of. And I, I felt like this was very relatable to you. I've been around a shoe. Yeah, so. Or two. Um, this is a shoe that we at Fairplay did with Saucony. Um, and this is the multiple rounds that it takes to actually create a shoe. So this is the first one and it sort of is like semi-inspired by the human foot um, where the, um, the white is the bone and you then clear through to the muscle and then the skin. So when we got this we were like something's not totally right with it and the toe box was a little too much going on. Um, so we then went to round two which is right here so then actually let me show you so as you can see we kind of switched up the toe box and uh, carried colors through to make it make more sense but it was still it felt so white heavy um, so then we went on to round three which is here so this is the final product that we ended it with so we came with the rope lacing because it gave it a little bit more of a seam like a, a slim fill to it um, the coloration makes more sense through the toe box which you can see sort of the difference in how bland this one looks oh, yeah, and this yeah. one like looks a little bit better. Even changes some of these overlays too. Yeah so and, and laces. Yeah so the laces yeah. are like really make it pop and then when you kind of run through the back of the coarse shoe it kind of makes a little bit more fluidity through the shoe and it gives it a little bit more of a, a sense to to the purpose of the shoe and carries the colors the whole way through and so this was a project that like we all were really hands on deck with. Um, we're really hyped with the way this came out. Um, and another one that we did that was really like super awesome and fun is before Brooks Heritage. So Brooks Heritage was, uh, they revitalized it for a, a good amount of time. I think I can get, I think, sir. Uh, but they just kind of closed it up again because they want to focus mainly just on running. So we were one of the last projects that they did, <clears throat> excuse me, with Brooks Heritage. Oh, wow. So um, this is actually inspired by Battle of Los Angeles, which is reportedly the only time in human existence where we actually um, fought against aliens during World War II. So it's just like a fun story. Yeah, it's like a crazy story. It's a pretty wild story. So, um, if Why you clowning me? Yeah. Why you clowning me, child? So I was like... Right, so if you kind of look okay. at the, um, the medial side of the shoe, it, we wanted to sort of give an effect of what that would have looked like. So you're gonna see the splatter paint, that's 3M splatter paint, this sort of... Um, mimics the shells coming from the sky because they were shooting mortar shells at something in the sky. Wow. Um, the three I'm reflecting is sort of the bounce off of what that thing would have been. Um, and then the black is sort of the night sky. You can just tell it was a DC thing. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> And so, and then <laughs> we love yeah. everything three years back in the day. Oh, yeah, it's the best. Yeah, still who doesn't like yeah. Actually, you put all the things on there that everybody, that everybody loves. loves. Yeah. yeah, you put ice bottom, yeah. speckle, speckle paint, reflective, yeah. logoing on the bottom, logoing yeah. on the bottom, yeah. 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 and the Sway, logo is like supposed to represent like a spotlight shining from the sky. So, that's sort of where this came from, and in, in the curation, and the idea literally came from me being like 
really weird about science fiction and learning and studying the weirdest things ever made. Like, I just love knowing about things that are unknown and getting knowledge from something that doesn't technically exist. Yeah. Or may exist, but we don't know. Got, um, got, you see, can you see the reflective in the video? In the, in the what video? Can you see it? Are you doing you filming right? Oh, reflective. Yeah, can you see the reflective? <laughs> oh, oh, oh the reflectivity. See. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. Little, little trick of the trade, you know what I'm saying? Put it near the line of sight. Ooh. And so, one cool thing too is that we wanted to make sure the packaging really told the story, also. So, what we did was uh, CeeLo got in contact with this amazing artist. His name is Case Jernigan, and he does cut and paste um, stop motion art. So this is literally cut and paste by hand, every piece and element of this. And we just scanned it in and put it into uh, 3M. Well, 3M, you know, you yeah. can't really print, print a box 3M, but silver. Um, you could, but, you right could. Right. but we ain't paying yeah. it. But like but everything is, yeah, yeah, I know. You'll every make five of those boxes. Yeah, yeah exactly. Promo kits. Yeah. Yeah. Not even. These are my size? Mimo kits. This is mine, dog. This is my only pair I have. I can get you one, though. Um, but every one of these pieces were hand cut out, like which wow. is bananas. But it yeah. tells the story of the shoe. And so this is what we're talking about when you're, you're going from conception to literal product and yeah. telling that story the whole way through, all the way down to the packaging. That's some of the most important parts because when you get the shoe, as a consumer, this is the first thing you see. And you yeah. want to know, like, what's in this box like this this is the beginning this is the opus as a customer so yeah. like if you can hit on every angle then you win and one cool thing we did too i wish i had it but we made a newspaper about the event of oh, the battle yeah. of los angeles too that came with the shoe it should have been the tissue for the yeah place. no yeah. we were going to do the tissue but we actually just packed it with the the newspaper so it's kind of yeah. it was fun though but it was it was a really good project and so to me like it's very well curated story there. i'm not mad at that yeah and that's what's matter is yeah and, and that, I feel like that's really like, as a, as a creative, that's the only way that you can get your outlet out is if you actually tell a story. Yeah. What other heat you got down there? Yeah, oh, I know, right? right? Let's work one of them. So, this is the Com de Garçon Supreme Air Force One. Rich. Um, no, I, <laughs> I did not get the, I don't buy resale. I there was on Supreme at, the at right 8 o'clock, and I, I wear 13, and most Supreme kids wear like an 8. Most so, resellers sell like an eight. Yeah, I know. Yeah, so I was see. able to get these for retail. Okay, Rich, you um, still in there. And I was really hyped on this too because I'm really into sort of high-end fashion in general, but also like high-end art I'm a big fan of. And I just love the fact that they took something so staple in our closet and just created art on it. And it, I feel like this shoe was sort of Nike's start of getting into the DIY phase. Like this one dropped and then it went bananas and yeah. like now it's like a drawing on everything. They have shoes you can literally like you buy to draw on, which yeah. is crazy to me. So it's something really special to me and I think the shoe is just it's done really well in a very simple way and I just love the. I didn't the realize it was embossed. Yeah, it's. I didn't. It's I just. I just always yeah. thought it was just like screen. Some people thought it was just. But you know yeah. what? Actually, it's more than that. Man. Like this is a digital print. You can see the textures and everything. Damn it's yeah. crazy. Seriously, yeah. 
And oh, as you yeah, guys wow. can see, I wear my shoes. That's right. We so used to wear that stuff. We kind of know what that stuff is. Getting your face yeah, in there, no, but I wear I all care. my shoes. To me, if you're not wearing your shoes, you might as well. I'm just trying to figure out. That what is magic, digital. Print. I'm just trying to figure out what magical nightmare the developer had to go through to make this shoe. Yo, I'm I mean, sure. It's I mean, it didn't have to be too much. Chad, he didn't dissect the shoe now. Sure, said, what it well, is. you sit on a last as long as it's flat, you're gonna be okay. Well, Especially if you already know it's flat. But if you but if you already if you already know that that this is gonna go through and you just press it flat, you know it's not gonna be perfect. You know what I'm saying? You just right. accept that it's not gonna be perfect exactly. every time it goes through. Yeah. You know, so that's why the, that's why the eyeballs, you know, yeah. moving. But um, <laughs> moving. yeah, I'm not I'm not mad at it. Um, my next one would be Sorry, the nerds on the road. The Dover Street ones to me, like my my love love and pain. Yes. If anybody has an extra set of Dubrays in that, please. I mean, if uh, anybody has an extra pair, lace tips, please send them to the show. Lace tips. I need the lace tips for Dover right. Street. That's, so, send them to the show, which is at Deadstock Coffee. <laughs> <laughs> So this year was actually funny because I I didn't get these at at a retail store. I did get them at a resale shop, but I got them for retail. <laughs> wow, how I know because thirteens don't move like that. Okay. So they either price them real high or they price them to sell. These are a sleeper though. Yes, oh, yeah. it's the iridescence is just so beautiful. Like yeah. it's a piece of art, and that's what I love about Ray and everybody at Comic Con. Like everything that they do is beautiful. And it's a piece of art, and they treat, they see that they see that the fashion is art, just like any other piece of art. I'd argue that they have storyboard decks beyond decks, like decks for storyboards that are like so intensive. Because the curation every year, every line seems to be like so well thought out. Yep. Like, if you don't know out there, Comme des Garcons is just amazing. They can tell a story. Yeah, absolutely. God, they're great. I can't even afford to think about the stories that they tell. I know, right? <laughs> So another one I have is the uh, current release of the Don C, just Don uh, Air Force One Hundred. Yeah, um, my favorites. You put them back for some reason. Which what? Oh, they're behind you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, this one's a really cool shoe because he was able to add the Jordan. Sorry, I almost said the Jordan. The Air Force One, Two, and Three, which, like, I mean, put them all shout out Air Force C. Three in a yeah. long time. You know? Yeah, shout out to Don C. For Don C, when you come by Deadstock, man. I mean, he's always here, right? I mean, y'all y'all, are cool with him. He don't ever call me. You thirsty, um, man? We make you a drink. Right. You know what I'm saying? But I, I love Air Force Ones. They're one of my staple shoes. And the way that he was able to interpret it, but still give it its same qualities, is what's incredible to me. And the leather and everything is just outrageous on these shoes. Like, the quality is... Man, it's always about premium quality. Oh, retail for uh, 200. So that's not too bad. Yeah. So this was Even with a, New Julie. <laughs> like one of the show the heel man you yeah. see this this is some, that? this is some good storytelling that doesn't this? happen that this much is, anymore these are worn oh yeah where the stars at <laughs> actually stars are still in there oh, though yeah. I see you walking on the heels like <laughs> he's waddling yeah. like walking modeling and waddling over my uh, marble floor yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah I, this was a, a 2005 release for 25th anniversary of Stussy. Yeah. Um, this court for us is beautiful. The textures are great, and I love yeah, the mixed are. media play. The down to the street, like the strings and the shoelaces. The shoelaces yeah. are crazy on them. They look like almost like icicles. You know what yeah, I mean? Like yeah. uh, like creamsicles. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just such oh a yeah, it looks like shoe. ice cream. Yeah, yeah, and like it just really brings in like your true California surf skate lifestyle into yeah. a shoe that also feels like it could be the most New York shoe ever made. And that's what's so dope about Stussy. It's like. They're from California, but they're from everywhere. Yeah. Like this is Jap this is Japan. This, this is, is Hong Kong. This is Italy. This is New York. This is San Francisco. 
And that's why I, I appreciate everything that they do. And this is probably, in my opinion, the best collaboration they've ever done. This and the yeah. 95. Well, bananas. I'm talking about hands in the great Just because I had yeah. one the other day, but the Boneyards were one as well. Yeah, the Boneyards are great. Because uh, I, I love the Core Force. I'm a, like, this is just a good shoe. Like, always has been. So, yeah. And those bone, the leather on the Boneyards is so, so, oh, so yeah, damn soft. Butter. Yeah. They're just, they're great. Talk to us about this in your sweater. So, I know, right? <laughs> it's funny. I didn't realize I had this on. But I'm shout a, out to Dalyi and Max on that. A big I don't fan know who y'all are, but shout out to y'all. Like, we know we need leaders. We definitely need leaders. And I, I I used to know Maxwell back in the day. He probably won't even remember me. But back when I was doing buying for Denim Bar, I used to go to Capsule back when it was at the old synagogue. And I would rap with him because we would make a joke about being the only black people <laughs> at Capsule. Yeah. And he's just a good dude. Um, but That's dope. I, I'm a huge Jordan fan, but I, as everyone is, no one's ever really truly a huge fan of the 15, which is, in, in my opinion, is a very interesting silhouette. Yeah. And I didn't really dig them because I thought that the lacing system was so difficult. And that was my number one pet peeve of the shoe. So what they did was expose the lacing system by bringing it out a little bit. And I think that's the most genius thing ever. It changed the look of the shoe completely. It makes it wearable. Yes, and like, <laughs> actually, when you wear the shoe, it holds your foot in better too, and it's it's mm. actually a, a legit application to it. That makes sense. So what they were able to do in the shoe is just like, almost like small genius. You know, it's like yeah. you do one thing to make this thing that much better. And so I, I had to get a pair of these when they came out because like I support those guys full wholeheartedly. <laughs> but not only that, and it, it's it's something about and. Not to bring this in, but when you see us, you know, yeah, our, yeah. our color yeah. doing Bring it in, brother. Bring it in. It's like really, it's it means a lot. And it's been, it's so long that us as a people were constricted to your fubus and your, your urban streetwear. And, and that's all we can wear. And that's all we're known for. And to see them come in and do some luxury at the and, and the only way that we can do it. And, Dali, you know, Dali's one of us too. So <laughs> even though he's not, he is. Like he, they're able to like really bring us to the forefront. I feel like yeah. they were the ones that really started the high-end trend for African-Americans in this culture. Like, Shout out to Dow for, for slightly clowning me the very first time I saw him wearing a pair of V-Sues at a Sean John office. I was a bigger Oh, dude. word? Well, he didn't clown me. He was just like, <laughs> yeah, I was like, yo, I want a pair of those. And he kind of just paused and he was like, yeah. <laughs> Like oh, a, they yeah, stopped yeah, 36. Yeah, yeah. I was like a 40 back then, right? It's like, it was no way possible, whatever. <laughs> we were like, I was right out of college or whatever, and I was doing the music stuff, and I was just like stopping by. Yeah, yeah episodes but, make me want a lot of stuff. Yeah. I want he's always been on it. Right? Shout out to Dow. Right? I want the green yeah. hair. But to me, those Ike guys are all of They're the ones Ruby. that oh, give me some like brought us into, into real we'll like, going to garages. fashion. Like, yeah. Fashion. They were the pioneers of that. I remember Black Apple back in the day. Like yeah. that was ill. Yeah. It was a great it was great. And it was streetwear, but it wasn't. Just like Gnome de Guerre was streetwear, but it wasn't. And that's yeah. what's dope about it. Yeah. I, I, I really and I, I really want to support them. And it's Will, like, we need you on the show. I already asked you, but we need you on the show. <laughs> and then yeah. I'm not even gonna I'm not gonna I'm not gonna flex on people. Shut up. <laughs> Chad, what you got, bro? <laughs> I, I didn't bring my best representation. I didn't know we were getting this deep. Oh, wait. Well, I mean, we can, we can, we can, we can, y'all didn't let you go hard. You, well, you got some stuff there. back there, but y'all know you can go, we yeah. can go or get your wanna, best representation. Do we need to go mobile real quick? We can just walk through there and be more fun. There is, no, first you gotta can, pull out that. What's back here, though, real quick? The flamiest shoe of all time. Look, no, I think the most important thing, first and foremost, Going back to what started the conversation, because oh, yes. I thought that was super cool, and I want this now. Uh, yeah. But like, can you tell people about the artwork? 
First so, of all, can you make prints of it? Yeah. yeah. I have prints available. Oh, on my internet. On canvas. So the story was when I got my first pair, which were these Carmine Sixes, this is the different feeling I had going to school going forward. So this is just a kind of dramatic depiction of the reactions that people are like, oh, he's got Jordans now. And people treat you a little different, look at you, little, talk to you, older kids, you let me play basketball on the playground now. So this is just the over-dramatization of like a, a Norman Rockwell painting and those kids and the emotion that he could get out of a painting mm -hmm. through the lens of today's sneakerhead kid. Homegirls. So this is, this is <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Did that, that, do you, did you get that actual shoe? Is that yeah. the one that's the I still one? have that pair in that no, shed that's that's wow. crumbling with the whole toe box blown up because I wore them way beyond when they actually fit me. So my toes were coming through because wow, I couldn't afford another Jordan for another three yeah. years after that. My next pair yeah. was the nines and I had to wait a long time to get the <laughs> couple numbers in between. Yes. <laughs> hey, and I feel super blessed because uh, uh, I don't know what year was that, maybe like 2012 or 2013. I was, I was uh, just starting to do art shows and just starting to do some stuff that just led me to doing that song now. But uh, I reached out to a whole bunch of artists who I was working with at Nike and Adidas and whatever and said, I want to do an event or an art show that actually talks about your inspiration from when you were young. And do sneakers if that's really what made you that person. But you know, I want to see shoes, I want to see cartoons, whatever. And so Chad actually did this piece for that event, for the ice cream store. Amazing. Yeah, so walking into the house and seeing it on the wall, I was like, <laughs> that's the work where life that you live so when someone comes out to me and says hey you want to do something creative and fun that's to me like oh, this is i want to do this stuff i don't want to sit behind the computer all day so that to me like thank you for getting me out of yeah, my yeah. computer chair and into my fun creative chair again heck yeah this is still on the wall because he's leaving here for the next yeah, was oh, it? yeah yeah <laughs> the frame if you look yeah the frame the jordan oh, 6 shoe sick. box which oh, is wow. matte black yeah. and the gray yeah, speckle, the gray speckle it. so i won't provide frames but i can yeah. provide prints <laughs> But shoes that are back here, it's just stuff I've grabbed over the years. So I think to the Fire. most kids, they probably wouldn't appreciate this because it's different than what most people usually see. And that's why I would also reference these details while working at Jordan Brand. So this is probably a sample when we got into a new factory. So they would just do a quick pullover. But to me, this is the stuff what I go hunt for in vintage is because no one else is probably going to be wearing this Bobby. down the street. Same with why I would Damn. gravitate towards things that people can't have or don't get because no one else would say they have this weird oddball sample. <laughs> Side note though, that's a really, really exceptional factory that makes Stella. Really that's Stella, I think yeah. the beginning of when consumers and Jordan brands started hearing your retros don't demand the money you guys keep raising. Yeah. Why am I still paying for this for your crappy leathers and your uncomfortable shoes? And that's when that's we got into Stella. Yeah, Stella, yeah. We'll make Louis Vuitton handbags yeah. and also make Jordan shoes. And people don't want to believe it. It's true. The, the factories that they go to now to build shoes yeah. is the high-end factories. Yeah. So I <laughs> look for a Z on your, on your tags. If yeah. You to put it on there. I know we tell Jordan to not listen to anyone. Make those. <laughs> make those. Black bottoms. Black bottoms. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was a Just Dawn sample that was again as a reference material because they did this great quilting that I thought was amazing on this whole story. The 3D embellished metal logo. Oh, that's amazing. The silver printed interior. Like the details I think that got left behind on this is what they should have been doing. What's up with that also? A colorway. Just that clear ice. That clear ice. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Man, and also, there's no storm ice. Dirty the ice. Yeah, the yeah, storm ice. Different, right? Uh, this is exactly how the two was. So this, okay. This is the same. Okay. But just like black on black versus 
the blue to me this is way more compelling. They got the debris down. The toe box is different too, right? They removed yeah. the over the, the toe yeah, cap yeah, yeah. and just did the quilting throughout, but it's just buttery materials. Yeah. So sick. Do you, this, think that, this, do you think that reached closer to the original brief from what the shoe was supposed to be? Yeah, and yeah. I, and working with them through that, that's where it was trying to go. Like take Don's luxurious take on product and amplify our retro products. Yeah. That's why it's a bummer. You're like, oh, so he just did a blue colorway. Like this yeah. could have been, should have been so much better, but that's part of what you deal with daily life and just trying to please everybody. everybody. And yeah. everything just gets a little bit watered down when you do that. Uh, this is a Jordan 19 sample that they never did with this Viz double stack zoom air in the proper shape that I know Tate, the designer, would have loved to see more of when the Shout out to Tater. So yeah, this is those wear test numbers you usually use. This yeah, is so. the... You see these posts? Yeah. Because if, yeah, if you don't post this, if you don't post this airbag, it'll sag. Yeah. If okay. you don't put something here, so yeah. that's like whenever you see like Max Air and it has like a... That, that's literally so that the bag doesn't buckle on itself. Okay. And Zoom bags are so low profile, and they're just held together with the tensile. Follow but, Ian, um, because Ian has knowledge. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I, I, that's true, actually. I have knowledge. <laughs> you almost low-keyed yourself. Yeah, I did. I was about to be like, nah, man, nah, nah, play nah. I ain't smart, No, man. I'm smart. I'm, I'm smart. Um, but yeah, they uh, they have to put like something in there to keep it from buckling. Um, but uh, but these posts are actually like the, the phone density is wild. Yeah, that's like looks like they that were looks hand cobbled. Hand cobbled and yeah, stuck in I mean it's definitely yeah. hand cobbled and stuck in. But this is like a way higher. Either that or it was a different foam, and it's just drying out. Yeah. Oh wow, yeah, that foam is like brick. It's like hard EVA. That's probably yeah. got worn once, and they realized it was collapsing. Yeah, just yeah. shove a few of these in here. So I'm just like, <laughs> yeah. Give me the hardest durometer EVA you got <laughs> yeah. off the sides and stick it in. <laughs> Sorry. Buff the sides and stick it in. <laughs> last two just Whoa, whoa, whoa. He check here. Guys. He said, he said his last two something like Details change, that's all this was. I think the rest of the shoe is about the same though, right? Um there's white that is missing in the collar, I believe. Yeah, there's white on it somewhere else. Yeah, because yeah. it um it was this is more of a true royal, and I think it was white in the collar here yeah. and white through um, this little midsection here, from what I remember. I worked there, and I didn't even. <laughs> he also didn't talk about the fact that the that the logo's on the heel. Yeah, exactly. That was the biggest I saw the logo change. Instead of a jump man, or instead of anything. <laughs> but, man, the, the leather is like I can't stop talking about the leather on this thing. Like there are some previous samples to this that were. Better? Amazing, yeah. It's I don't crazy. want to talk about it. Amazing. There might so, still be some out there, actually. I didn't look at it, but. So that's the ultimate flex. What's the last one you Just got? Just a Jordan 9 in a colorway they probably should have done. It's a 2009. Not sure why. It just seems like a classic Bulls colorway. It would look good as a Jordan 9, but. That look good. You know what that look good with? Some camel shorts. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Just some camel shorts. Just some camel no, shorts. No t-shirt. Just some camel shorts. Chicago Bulls jersey. Chicago Bulls jersey. <laughs> Away. Pretty good. Jersey. Pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. You know what I look good with? The leather in these the things. The black Iverson jersey. Yeah. Like, with the big Sixers joining uh, the front. quality is outrageous. It's the, the old thing leather. thing that you can get when the, you get samples that come back and everybody's like, oh, oh, these are good. These are good. All right. Well, we're going to production. And yeah. no one after that point 
really pays attention. To yeah, it just it uh, comes out. Things come in stores. Like, wait a minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why is yeah, that literally? Like I remember just, it. Yeah. Like, well, you know why? Uh, in it. Because the developer goes to the PLM and it says, "Look, we forty cents over." So what are we going to do? Disrespect that letter. I mean, also, also the factory though will sometimes send you something that they know that oh, you're yeah. going to buy. Yeah. And they're like, this isn't the original or this is, these aren't oh, the, yeah. the <laughs> current materials, look, but, the, but look, we're going to send you samples so that they arrive on time. And, and look, the and pain comes there, in you're like, Ooh. When, that, when that heavy business-minded PLM comes in and they're just like, and there's nothing wrong with it on certain models, but the heavy business-minded PLM comes in and they say, hey man, this is synthetic. Don't say a word, all right? Just let it be. We're going to make money on this shit now, man. <laughs> go, go, go! <laughs> and all of a sudden it shows up and it's like, yeah. What have I done? Man, that's right. a synthetic that you asked for. Yeah, Sometimes yeah that's like, that. We'll yeah. run into an issue yeah, you, where... You, yeah, you got the one piece that they cut real nice. Nah, right? that's, that's, it, had, it hasn't sat on the boat yet. Yeah, It hasn't been in store. It hasn't been hot. In clothes, too, we'll run into an issue where we'll get priced out, and then four weeks later, they go into production, and it's more because Walmart bought all the cotton. Oh, yeah. Oh, yep. So there's like nothing you can do, and yep. the price of cotton, psh, or there's flood, like or there's flooding somewhere, and you lose a whole crop. Store. Yep, that happened when Japan flooded. Yep, tons. Yeah, we of had. Things. I remember it happened one time with canvas. Yeah, like a natural disaster can make prices of material go up tenfold because then you're only getting it from Egypt versus getting it from Egypt and Texas and yeah. Japan and China. Like yep. nothing you can do. It's just a part of life. So it sucks. And you get it back and you're like, this cotton sucks. You're like, yeah, well, that cotton was better, but it's gone. <laughs> it's gone. <laughs> yeah. You already got that button. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Wah, got that cotton. Cotton. Modal. That's fake cotton for fake everybody. Modal. <laughs> It's comfortable though. You know? oh, it's literally, it's like the fuzz and the cotton. They just press it back together. Yeah. <laughs> what? It's not, that, that is what it is, right? That's what it is. It's still cotton. It's Bro, that's like... That's like the car synthetic. It's like, like bologna. It's like bologna. Yeah, I mean... It's like part of sausage and hot dogs. You know it's hot dogs and cotton. Somebody sat there and was like, yo, we have nine tons of cotton fuzz. What are we going to do with it? I mean, but that's what uh, it really makes crazy. Well, they, they were doing that with leather that, for a little bit. They were trying to do the same thing with yeah. lace leather. Just chip, chip it up and make le like be, leather board. When I was not more expensive than cotton, if you take Moldal from like a Sapima. Oh, yeah, I could imagine because that's a super fine yeah. cotton. Yeah, and you look at it like, well, it's Moldal. I'm like, yeah, it's Sapima, dummy. Yeah. But like, yeah. It's just it'll be more than a regular cotton yeah, from because yeah, I feel I don't I don't want to call out the brands but there are Texas certain brands there are certain Texas high end brands that use model that's from like high end oh absolutely yeah, yeah absolutely. they charge you like eight hundred bucks for it I was underway I've seen one of called out no yeah it's great though because it's Supima like yeah. the best cotton ever that's grown in the plains of Texas yeah bomb you know what I mean like you can't be mad at that and it's American cotton too um, cone cone mills cone uses it yeah it's awesome. Yeah. Great companies too. Fantastic. Bro, we gotta wrap this thing up, man. Yeah. Travel, right, we can talk forever for hours and days, but I guess we gotta wrap it all up right now. We've had an amazing time. And we haven't even touched it. Like we're at the tip of the iceberg with both of these guys right here. And nope. you know, we gotta make this happen again. I'm excited to go to Chad's new house. Un un undisclosed location. Oh my god, that could be the but. first thing we do in your new house. Yeah. Chad's like, Chad's like, he's like can, I just, can I live in it? He's like, wait, can I get yeah. out for it? His wife is in the back, like, no! No, no, we're not <laughs> no, it's show not. 
furniture's not here yet. We're just yeah. sitting around in TV style. <laughs> she comes home and is like, we hug every jersey individually with tiny tags. Don't worry about your walls. We've got some plaster. <laughs> it looks beautiful. It's really fine. It's a design. It's a lattice structure when you put string on it. Back, <laughs> back to normal in two weeks. <laughs> Oh man! Yeah. Well, shoot. Appreciate you guys. Man. Yeah, appreciate you guys. Appreciate, appreciate you guys. Thank you so yeah. much. That's I like good. people who are man. Man. Forth the culture of all this as it heck is, yeah, man. Know? That's what it's. I didn't know the, the yeah. over yeah. under. Yeah. Shout out Adam. Uh, Shout out to Adam. Shout out to Amanda Rocky. Big big Adam, big yes. Yeah. Shout out to Adam and Amanda Rocky and um excuse me Batman. Oh, and Batman! Also, <laughs> and also, big shout out Where's to Don for making sure that we were fresh from the show today. Chris. Oh yeah. Shock and the crew. Y'all just always show us love, and we really appreciate it. <laughs> Super flat stuff. Chill, fam. Yeah, you can't see my pants, but you can see my pants. You know what and, I'm saying? And literally, y'all, I get compliments on the pants every time I'm wearing True story. True they story. got real quiet after that. Yeah, I know. Hey, let's talk about, uh, after this, let's talk yeah. about this Louis chest the that Louis he hand-painted yeah. while he That's had a broken awesome. leg. That's pretty awesome. This guy's a genius. The things you do. Before Supreme did it. Yeah. True. True story. He actually did it for a Louis Vuitton. True, true story. <laughs> <laughs> we'll pick up. Thanks, y'all. Thank y'all. Peace, peace. Look, I know we had dreams of going to see Drake. Yeah, we yeah. Oh, we Maybe held y'all up for stuff. Huh? No, we, we knew this was gonna happen. We okay. were like the dream. Well, the dream was to go see Drake. We were going to, but, oh, we're but it's not gonna make sense. Yeah, to we're go. at, um, at the at a warehouse. Yeah, it's happening. <laughs> Yeah, you're just like, that's yeah. what happened. At a warehouse, bro. Oh, no, I didn't know where it was. They have a warehouse. They have a warehouse in Inglewood. Oh, uh, I yeah. thought you just... <laughs> it's the Butch warehouse, warehouse, basically, right? I think, yeah. yeah. You yeah. can yeah. make it to Inglewood. He should come to well, our spot. Well, you know, we got to... Because, like, you got to figure it's going to be at least an hour if we wrapped up this very second for us to get to Inglewood. Which we're not going to. No, no, no. Not from here. You just hop straight on the 91 to the 605. I'm sorry, the 605 to the 91. The only thing I'm worried about is... And then you picked up the computer.